Burbank for the touchdown. Burbank, the rookie from Boomer. He grew up in Garfield, New Jersey, 10 minutes from Giant Stadium. You're talking about a kid who is just all heart. Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. And welcome back to the Underdog Jets podcast with Winker Bet. And I'm talking slower because we're still trying to figure out what the hell happened like last night. And uh, I was there. Wayne was there. Wayne, what are your thoughts right now? Same thing. Just shocked, somber. You know what I mean? Being a Jet fan my whole life and playing for him. These things seem to happen a lot more to us <laughs> than other teams. But uh, yeah, you know, the. Six months of buildup of anticipation and stuff, you know, four plays in, and uh, that kind of dissipated. But uh, they did get the win, so there's a uh, the positive that came out of last night. How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's crazy. Like, you gotta, I understand. I usually roll my eyes when someone says, Oh, the Jets cursed, they're cursed, Namath cursed them, and nothing goes right. Roger's gonna get hurt right away. I roll my eyes, but this is uh, this is crazy. And don't get me wrong. Listen, I have a lot of optimism with this team, and Wayne does too, moving forward. We're going to get into that. But first, let's get the uh, therapy out of the way. And it is just to watch this team, see the talent they have. They are loaded, man. They have so much talent. It makes it that much more crushing. Yeah. Um, obviously, we saw the defense show up uh, like it's expected to. I mean, Jordan, Jordan White had three picks. Uh, yeah, I know everybody saw that you needed three plus picks for a quarter million dollar bonus and just happened to get it in the first game. But yeah, you know, they got four turnovers. Um, you know, we'll talk about special teams later, you know, which uh, contributed. I want to talk about uh, that rookie there. But um, yeah, it's uh, Zach Wilson's back. And I said last night I was at the on the sideline with Amy watching them arm up. I said, you know who's got the best job in the world? I said, Zach Wilson. Oops. He's going to learn behind Aaron Rodgers for a couple years, maybe retake the reins as a good team. Uh, No pressure. I said, he probably slept like a baby last night. And four plays later, his number gets called, and uh, that went out the window. But uh, he did what needed to be done. But he certainly had to do more uh, than he did the other night to, to win, especially with the schedule coming up. You know, if you think about it in that in that vein, you know, he was not expecting to go in in the first series. You know, he's cold. I know he warm-ups weren't that for, you know, far behind going into that spot. But, you know, all in all, he kind of handled himself pretty well, you know, considering all the circumstances. He, that interception was terrible. I just think he didn't see Milano there. Yeah. Uh, maybe he pre-programmed that dig. Who was he trying to throw to Cobb, I think, because the linebackers were up near the line of scrimmage and they and they dropped quickly. So maybe because they were up, he pre-programmed to that target. But all in all, he showed he showed some guts in a lot of different ways. And I'm kind of uh I'm kind of impressed and optimistic moving forward. Well, 
I'm the most optimistic guy, but, uh, you know, the Bills don't do anything scheme-wise very complex. I mean, there's a whole new animal going against uh, Dallas uh, Dallas this week. But, yeah, um, you know, he was only with Aaron Rodgers for six months um, to learn a little. And hopefully Rodgers stays around to kind of help guide him with this, I'm sure, after a surgery and stuff like that. But uh, we need more than what Zach was last year. But um, he said the biggest thing was just uh, how the game was presented last night. I don't know if you, you were there for the beginning. For everyone who yeah. was in there, it wasn't even like a game. It was like a experience, like a production yeah. with all the lights and the method man doing the starting lineup and all that stuff. The, the place was ready to explode, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in that first Aaron Rodgers touchdown. And uh, it got so deflated. But like you said, Zach Wilson did a good job and, uh, you know, kind of saved the day. Yeah, and you're right with the the Bills scheme, and you know something else about the Bills scheme. It's not Leslie Frazier running it anymore. You know, Frazier rarely blitzed. Uh, now McDermott's it's probably more McDermott nowadays, and they brought heat early on. Uh, the thing that was so uncharacteristic about the Rodgers injury, you know, Dwayne Brown tries to cut on the left. It's a three step design. Rodgers didn't get rid of it, and I think the juices were flowing, and he just kind of wanted to make a play. And that ultimately led to to what happened. So we're going to pop the video up here in a second. But uh, what what did you take from that play? Uh, the the yeah, the like I said, it looked like he was ready to throw, and he didn't. Now, for people to understand, I played eleven years, and the only person I remember tearing Achilles was Vinny. You're going to bring that That's up because right. he's the Donnerick uh, captain. But yeah. it's a freak injury. I mean, I know he's going to get beat up this year because the offensive line, but I didn't think. Something this drastic was going to happen. Yeah, see, I don't think the O-line is that bad right now. I mean, they were great on the ground. Uh, you know, I'm not saying they were great in pass pro, but if you look at this play, all right, Dwayne Brown goes for the cut. It's a three-step drop. Remember, I guess the Giants in preseason, Rodgers, anytime Wink was pressuring him to hell, and anytime he saw someone was going to get close, he just threw it away. He just threw it away. That's what I figured he would do, and, and here he just never – like he has, I mean, he has the slant right here. He just holds on to it, holds on to it, holds on to it. It was very uncharacteristic. He has this guy too. We'll see where his eyes are on the other view, but that's what really shocked me. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I think looking at the play, it looks like everybody's going to end up in the same spot where that one safety could cover both. Um, right. Maybe that's what he saw, but I don't know. It's a freak thing. I'm reading some of the comments, obviously, the you know, the Jets curse, you know, this is like you being a Jet fan, all these things. Like I said, it it happens. Uh, you know, super fan says I'm speechless in a shock. Uh Charles Henderson, I was on the toilet all night. Uh, you know, <laughs> and we're it's always been like that. Um, you know, all, all these different things. So uh like I said, it's it's not the same old team. Obviously, it's the same old like things happening but uh if we when we get into the defense you're gonna see like this gives them a chance to see they'll still be a playoff team um i agree you know zach wilson be the guy that leads them there i don't know we're gonna get into that but uh it was a good start last night getting that first win yeah and how about Brees hall how good is Brees hall yeah um it's funny i watched the replay like you know he's I don't care how in shape you are. You're never in shape for like an 80, 90 yard run. At <laughs> some point you, you kind of get your, your back gets a little tight and you're like digging and your stride gets weird. And um, 
especially when someone's chasing you. It's it's a different feeling. But um, yeah, he almost made it. And if you look at it, it looked like Garen Wilson thought he was going to score and slow down. I thought yes. that was going to actually pass him and block. But you know, he needed. They were on you know their own ten. I mean, they needed to play like that, and I got him out of there. Oh, this this uh, this was his first run. Which, yeah, this was the first one. Which I mean, you know, every time he touched it, 127 yards on 10 carries. That's absurd. Well, the two, the one carry in that one of the biggest. Other than that, was you know your normal gains. But uh, it showed that you know his knees better. You know, he's got that explosiveness back, and uh, they're going to need a lot from him, and certainly more from uh, you know Dalvin Cook. Yeah, and Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook looked pretty good last night um, from my eye up top. Yeah. He still has the vision, and that's what this one-two punch, that's where their greatest strength is. Their vision is just tremendous, Hall and yeah. Cook. Um, we're inside the five here. We need to get – just get a first down to change field position, and um, he squirts right through there. Yeah, it's and a great job by the O-line too. I mean, that, uh, and just this cut right here. Let's start from the beginning here. Great, great job by the O-line. This nice right job here. by Rucker. Did you see that block by Rucker? So you see Garrett? Yeah. He's like yeah, celebrating. He got, like He got a little antsy. Yeah. Oh, jeez. He's ready to celebrate and high five. I mean, that's a great job by the receivers, tight end. Reese, like, you know, this is the kind of plays we're going to need. And, uh, you know, should expect by Brees and, uh, you know, Look at Rucker there. Touchdown. Oh. These two young guys, man, there's a great future for the Jets. They have so much talent. That's why it makes it so painful. But you know what? Sometimes it's just – it writes – like the NFL is a funny commercial. People call them a league fixed. And uh, a lot of the superstars are around a table doing a table read, kind of mocking that idea. But for the Jets, this is the way it's it's written. This is the way it's scripted. You know, Rodgers is Achilles. It's the same – I believe it's the same leg that he hurt his calf in OTAs. Is that right? So I believe so. And he's he's dealt with calf issues for a long time, but – He's never really missed time. You know, he's not, hasn't been an injured quarterback. Well, so, that's what Did we see the last play of his career? You know, opinions are that he's not going to go out like that. You know, I he wants tend to, to like agree. Proving people wrong. Uh, is he going to be back in, in, in a Jets uniform, you know? Yeah, I, I tend to agree. And listen, he made his home in this area. He's loving it. He's loving life. He likes Zach Wilson. He likes this team. I could see a, a situation where this team rallies around Rodgers, so plays for Rodgers, plays for Wilson. And Rodgers, you know, he looked like a coach on the sideline in preseason in hard knocks. Yeah. You know, maybe there's a passion there. And he hangs around and, and does a lot of good for Wilson this year. Yeah. Um, like I say, I, I would have liked uh, Zach to sit behind him for yes. more than uh, four, four games. Um but uh, yeah, it's he's got to step up, and you know we're talking. You know, Cosal said it's his job the rest of the year. Now, you know, some of the names we're we're, we're hearing is Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan and Cam mm-hmm. Newton. Like, are they bringing someone in to start or someone to be the number two? I mean, certain veterans might not like a Nick Foles is a good number two. But you know, do you think they're looking at someone to come in and and start eventually at this point? I think whoever they're talking to, it, it will be number two. Yeah. 
at, right off the bat. That's not to say it won't change. I mean, I think it's going to be Wilson's show. And um, if he does falter, they'll have a guy like a Foles or a Minshew. Yeah. Um, I heard they're monitoring Chase Daniel, Colt McCoy, Nick Foles. Yeah. Uh, who else? Mike Lennon too. He's got a he had a rocket of an arm back in the day. I don't know um, if that's still the case, but Carson Wentz is another guy too. I mean, and and Foles and Wentz. I think Wentz Douglas was in Philly when Wentz was drafted. Foles certainly has a history with Douglas winning the Super Bowl when Douglas was there in Philly. So there's some ties there. We need uh we need someone mobile because they're gonna be running a little bit back there for uh for their lives. That's how it's gonna be. Obviously, you know, wasn't a hot take, you know, the offense line needed needed work and, and uh didn't get it. And uh even the casual fan knew that was gonna happen. So certainly need someone like that. Um some of the comments someone like it felt like a funeral. Yeah, I was in Christopher Johnson's box. Oh, and I hadn't said I hadn't seen him until after the uh, Aaron Rodgers pick, and uh, you know, her injury, and I went up to him, and I didn't even know what to say to him. I felt so bad because they've done so much putting the money out there and and doing what they need to do and bringing Aaron in and those guys. Um, but yeah, we were down thirteen six seven points, and it felt like we were down forty points. Yep. Um, and I think Coach Sal did a great job, like rallying the troops. And, uh, you know, a couple plays and, uh, you know, everybody ended up celebrating at the end of the night. And, you know, we wake up this morning and it's Aaron Rodgers news is kind of like dominating the news, which is going to be. But, you know, we have to get rid of that. Like you said, we're we're in mourning, but now it's uh, time to look forward. Did you uh, catch up with Vinny at all yesterday? Yeah, I, I saw him before the game. Yeah, it was like, you know. Me, Vinny, and Curtis were down there. There's celebrities down there. There's alumni there. I mean, it was like a big coming out. Uh, everybody wanted to see the the new show in town. And um, I don't know. Just it, it is what it is. Uh, I do want to get into, obviously, you know, the game winner. I had in the third quarter said to somebody when he was back, what's the last time we had a Jets punt return for a touchdown? I think he fair caught it. But on that punt return, you in, think he uh, fair caught it? What's that? Is that what you said? You this was in the, like the third quarter or something. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. So in overtime, I'm like looking at you know Tony, I'm like, this is an undrafted free agent guy. You know, you got to root for him. I said he can really make a name for himself right here, and he takes it back. And I thought he was tackled like inside the twenty, and the place was going nuts. And I was just like, I am so happy for this kid, Xavier Gibson. You know, yeah, we talked about him during OTAs. Yeah, you know, he made the team. Corey, you know, Corey Davis retired and got his job, uh, spot, and he's instantly a you know a fan favorite, and I'm happy for him. Yeah, he's he's explosive. As soon as I laid eyes on him in OTAs, he just he certain guys have a shiftiness to them, low yeah. center of gravity. They're just they're just players, and they don't shy away from contact. He's just one of those guys right away. Yeah. Um, so I uh, last night, you know, if you look at trending news or whatever players, obviously he, he comes up on social media. So I went on there. Uh, I was curious how many followers he had. I think he had like, I, th- I took a snapshot, 13,000. It's going to be followers. more today. I'm going to follow this dude. I think by this morning, he had like another 10, 12,000 yeah, more nice. followers. And uh, that's, I'm happy for him. Let me keep me. It gives, uh, it gives guys a chance to, 
dream and believe that something like this can happen and not just make it, but like win a game like that under mm-hmm. those circumstances where there's such a dark cloud over, over the stadium last night until, uh, you know, till they got to overtime and that happened. And um, I wish that guy the best. And credit to the coaching staff for letting the undrafted rookie be the punt returner on game number one. Yeah, You know, they could have easily shied away from it and said, ah, it's too much pressure. We'll put Hardman back there. But nope, they saw it in him and, and they let him do it. Yeah, no, this is awesome. You know, I, I was talking to someone. There was so many Aaron Rodgers jerseys and T-shirts. Uh, and I was joking that there'll be some uh, Gibson jerseys uh, next home mm-hmm. game. What was he, number 82? 82, yep. And uh, I want to say it's so weird, all these people that have the Aaron Rodgers. And I don't blame them. You know, I, I would have bought his jersey too. Um, he might never have played for us. And yeah. all these people have his jersey. It made four plays, but he just – it's the craziest thing that he was like, I don't know. Like it's, it's not it's like something I've seen before. The they, roller they coaster emotion in history. I think that's one of the most, you know, uh game that people wanted to see. And then people will remember that game. Yeah. hundred percent. The roller coaster emotions from last night to even now is insane. It's insanity. And We'll get into more Rodgers, but let's let's talk. Let's look at the Garrett Wilson touchdown and then the Xavier Gibson touchdown. This play was actually an RPO, uh, no, not a handoff, a traditional handoff RPO. But Wilson had the option to hand it off or throw the fade, and this was the one time he opted to go for the fade. So there was some under the radar at the line of scrimmage stuff Wilson did that's very encouraging, and I think it's mainly due to Rodgers' influence. Um, and this is one of them because look at the look at the line fire off like it's a run play. Wilson decides to take the one on one. Not a good throw, not whatsoever because it's not not towards the outside shoulder. But how yeah. about this catch? That's oh, tremendous. I mean, unbelievable. Oh, he's a special talent. I was watching more of. If you go back and look though, this this twenty three try to get in the passing lane. Uh, right here. I don't know if that messed up. That yeah, like you can see. If he would have let him more field, it would it could have been, or put you know put didn't put uh, put enough air on it. But uh, yeah. people say it's a bad throw. It wasn't back shoulder. Listen, he got it done. He, he got it. His, he got it. Know, it was good timing. A chance to fight for it, and that's just good hand fighting. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, little push off here, a little grab there. Um, and uh, I'd love I'd love to see that you know relationship blossom between Zach and uh. Garrett, because they're going to have to lean on each other. Yeah, 100%. Um, let's check out the Gibson play. Uh, any parallels? A lot of people are bringing that up with Testaverde. You're the perfect person to ask because you were part of that 99 team. I mean, I guess the difference is, you know, Vinny got hurt in the second quarter. It was a fumble by Martin, but you guys wound up losing that game. This time around, they won the game. Um, but, but how was it obvious in terms of, how the whole roster was deflated when that happened at the time. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, 98, we're so close. We're like, all right, we're going to recoup, get healthy, come back in 99. And the last preseason game, I broke my foot going to motion. I went in motion. They snapped the ball. I took one step and broke my foot. I was out for a month. The first game, Vinny tears his Achilles. And th- this was interesting because when I broke my foot, I was nowhere near non-contact. Vinny towards Achilles, it was non-contact. He was by himself. 
But when um, Aaron went down, I'm like, all right, good thing it's not non-contact. And then I heard the x-rays were negative, and I was like, that's not good. Yeah, that's I would have rather been a, you know, an ankle or something because you can come back for that. But, uh, yeah, um, free thing. Like I said, you know, Achilles doesn't happen as much. But uh, when it happened to Vinny, I mean, we're devastated just the same way almost it was last night. And with Rodgers, we don't know. If his calf was in that bad of shape and, you know, you know at his age, I was never worried about his age because the quarterbacks get protected. But if it could have been hanging on by a thread and it could have happened at any point. Yeah. Seeing uh, Johnny Jimenez gut punch. Yeah, it's a gut punch. Exactly yeah, it's, what a, it it's was. a gut punch. Here's the um, Gibson punt return. Short punt, middle of the field. So, dude, listen grabs to me. it right here. Right, like, when, as soon as you reverse his field, like, yep. you know, only time I'm like, yeah, let's play. Keep going a little bit. Right here, I yell, he's got a wall. And yeah, like, yeah. What are you saying? I'm like, like, probably he's got a wall. And, like, everybody's facing him, facing the defenders. That all oh, they're going to block him. They just got to get in their way. Um, and this kid knew where to go. Uh, I don't know if it was a return left. It looks like the way he was set up. He's got a wall right here. It has to be because, yeah. Everybody's in the picture. There's more white jerseys closer than uh, blue jerseys to him. Yeah, and right here he's in a quandary because he's going to outrun – even though Surratt is a really fast linebacker, he's going to outrun him. So do you you make the mad dash or do you try to set up the the blocker in front of you? No, you slow down a little. There you go. Uh, you know, and this is where they're going to call it. Should they call the trip? You heard that, yeah. Listen, I don't want to hear that shit. Listen, they're going to do whatever they take can to take away the, uh, you know, Jets win, you know, be happy all that, you know, they should call that. This same thing happened to us last year at New England. They could have called a penalty on that punt return by New England. And they didn't call it. They can't make this call. I mean. So tripping the way it's put in the rule book, it has to be intentional. There has to be intent. And yeah. this one is, you know, he's going for the block. Now, could you argue there was intent? Sure, but it's it's such a gray area that it's not blatantly obvious. And for John Perry, is that his name John? Perry is his last name, ESPN referee guy, that analyst. To say this one ha- should have an asterisk to it is is absolutely insane. You know, you can, tell, you can give us your opinion, but don't say that. If you run down the field full speed, and dive to the right, as your left shoulder comes and hit the ground, your legs are going to fly. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no – it's stupid. It, you know, I didn't want to talk about it, but this – you know, they tried to take away the victory. It was a great job by, you know, the protectors. It was a tremendous job by this kid, and, uh, you know, I'm certainly certainly a fan of him uh, and rooting for him this year. Damn, I wanted to see Sala come in. Uh, they cut off the video, though. You see Salah come in celebrating with everyone at the end. We'll run it through one more time and then get the comments before we wrap it up. Yeah. Middle of the field. You're right. It has to be a left return. Yeah. I would set up that way. And he, if he won right away, you know, it still would have been right. The fact that he took a couple steps and then countered. Yeah. Um, that was pretty, that was, that was pretty cool to watch. Cause uh, like I said, it was pretty somber in there. And then um, to see that, it just the elation in the crowd, uh, after, you know, in the parking lot. Um, it was just nice to see. I think the fans deserve that. Uh, you know, that result after such a, a up and down night. But, uh, you know, listen, they did a great job. 
you know, uh, the 9-11 ceremonies and having their first responders there. And, you know, when they did the, you know, national anthem, you know, the red, white, and blue, it was just a... It was a great environment, for sure. I, it was, it was like, I was looking at Amy in the box and they were doing that and I was on the field and, you know, the player announcements and I got like... like Teary-eyed. Uh, teary-eyed. And she, yeah. she laughs at me because I do the same thing when I'm watching my kids, like, you know, in a spelling <laughs> That's yeah. all I am. emotional. Yeah. But when that uh that kid returned it and everybody, I was just like, same thing. I was like, oh, this is this is why you're you know, you play sports. This is why you cheer so you know hard for your teams and stuff like that. Cause it means something to you. And I'm glad that the it ended that way for the players, the coaches, you know, and, and certainly the fans last night. Yeah, that was that was the loudest and best environment I've felt in MetLife Stadium ever. Number cool. one, yeah, yeah, it was. And number two, competitors and emotions—that's a good mix. Like usually, if you're a competitor, you're going to be an emotional person. There's no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, check out this message here. A lot of Jets fans feel this. Namath sold his soul so long ago; it's insane. The Namath curse. Jets fans, Jets fans need to try to find someone to blame the bad luck on. And sometimes yeah. it's Namath, unfortunately. Was there a Babe Ruth curse for the Redskins, Red Sox too for a while? Yes, yeah, because yeah. Uh, the Red Sox sold Babe Ruth uh, to yeah. uh, to the Yankees for yeah. um, uh, what was the owner's name? The Red Sox owner was also into plays, and he needed money to finance a play. Yeah, uh, but there I forgot was, what it's um, called. Someone saying that uh, you know some somebody infamous was buried in the end zone in Giant Stadium. Jimmy Hoffa, yeah, Jimmy Hoffa, yeah. the Jets had one. Listen, Jeff fans, I feel for you. You know, I mean, I played, you know, last 28, 28 years have been part of the Jets you know, organization and player and everything else. But I did root for the team since I was, like, able to watch football. Like, you know, it took 45 years now. So I understand. Uh, and this is not how we wanted the year to go. I understand that. But if we can get through these next, you know, half dozen games you're talking Dallas you're talking Eagles you're talking KC um we got some tough games but if we could come up away with splitting these next uh six games it gets kind of easy after that um I think we got a chance to certainly still be a playoff team I agree the the team is so loaded with talent it's so loaded uh, Mark Sanchez says defense looks incredible. I doubt this is the Mark Sanchez, but Mark Sanchez had the tweet of the night, by the way. Um, when Josh Allen hey, – let me try to find it and share it to the screen. When Josh Allen ran into a player oh. – uh, let's see. I, I don't want to spoil it, we'll, so we'll go to uh, – we'll go right to it. <laughs> tweet of the night. Um Here, I got uh, one from um, – oh, Edward Stewart just going to win. Some awesome games you still have your jer- yeah, jersey to frame. Awesome. You know, I thought he said, what are some awesome games? I'm actually clicked up watching Green Bay at New York Jets. 2002. When we uh, laid it on to win the East. Yep. I think you had two scores that game, yeah. right? Yeah. Here's Mark Sanchez. Josh Allen just ran into his own guy and fumbled. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Referencing the butt fumble. The uh, self-deprecating humor coming out of Mark Sanchez last night. 
Listen, yeah, you have to you have to laugh at yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can't take yourself that serious. But someone even said today, you just need someone to do what Mark Sanchez did when they went to the AFC, uh, AFC Championship game twice in a row. Just don't mess it up. You don't have to be crazy. Just don't mess it up and give the defense a chance to push you in some good situations with some short fields. Sprinkle a little uh, punt return action, and there's still hope. It's only it's one game. It's Giants lost forty nothing. That doesn't mean they're not going to make the playoffs. I'm happy to see that, you know. But uh, it's one game. Doesn't matter. Zach Wilson scares me against the Patriots. Dakota says. I know Reefka is saying something too. Don't let Zach Wilson near the Patriots, guys. Zach Wilson's a quarterback now, and yeah. you know. Listen, he has the tools. I'm not saying he's a world beater. I'm not saying he's figured it out. He's far from figuring it out. But, you know, funny things happen in football sometimes. And he's going to have to play against the Pats and Belichick. And last night, what did you think about that last drive where they were really ultra conservative? They they started getting in a groove running the ball with three tight ends, that three tight end personnel. And they had Garrett Wilson one-on-one any play they wanted. And I was kind of disappointed they didn't go with one shot to Garrett Wilson to try to let him win the game and go up seven. Yeah. Um, at that point, I had said, you know, when they went up three, I had said, you know, people know about the two-minute drill. You know, yeah. everybody sees that. Hurry up at the end of the game or the end of the half. But we do practice a four-minute drill. And that's a situation where you want to end up with the ball – winning the game, you know, within the last 30 seconds. But, you, you know, you move it, you let the play clock run, you try to get first down. So could they take in a shot? Yes. But we wanted them to use their, you know, their timeouts. You know, I thought they did a good job. And freaking guy from Buffalo hits the upright and it goes yeah. in. He almost missed it. So Think I almost it. ate my words right away if you missed that field goal. Yeah. But Think it's so it, hard. You know, there's seven yards from the snapper – to the holder yeah if that guy had just been you know three four inches further back that hits and and doesn't go in it's just that's how close it, it is between winning and losing in in this league it really is it really and I'm, i love defense i'm a defensive guy but and i love the jets d i think they might be arguably the best in the league yet yeah. that's how crazy the rules are you can't stop guys with two minutes left in the game if they need a field goal yeah. it's just so damn hard all right, what else comments? we got? Allen, oh, here we go. Rifka and Allen, yeah, coughed it up four times last night. Three picks by Whitehead. A career's worth of interceptions in a game. Allen has been very overrated for the last few years. His highs are very high, but he has way too many ridiculous turnover-worthy plays to be considered in the same class as Mahomes. Yeah, agreed. Burrow, too. I'm taking Burrow over Allen. Um, you know, I think he's, I think he's missing Dable a little bit. Uh, he's reverting back to some high risk, high reward plays a little too often. And if you notice last night, he he made some plays in the first half, but all of them were outside of structure, you know, scrambling outside the pocket. He couldn't get anything done from inside of structure, inside the pocket, which was interesting. You know, it's, 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 it, I'm glad you said that because if you look at his body work, you know, he's got the big arm, you know, his team's been successful, but uh, he turns it over more than anybody. I know, you know, Damien Woody was talking today about, you know, everybody busts at Dak Prescott about, you know, because we're playing them, they're talking about him. 
But no one talks about Josh Allen that doesn't really know the statistics saying he's a turnover machine. That guy is a turnover machine, and he has some of his worst games versus, versus us. So yeah. uh, I think that's in his head a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Um, for those who support us, go to iTunes, rate and review. Give us five stars because you love us, of course. And you probably love Wayne a little more than me, but don't tell me that. Just pretend it's even. Um, JetsXFactor.com. Use discount code 80 to get your free 8 by 10s 10 uh, autograph picture of Wayne. And, uh, you know, Dallas upcoming this weekend. I will be in Dallas. It's going to be an interesting trip. Obviously, Zach Wilson instead of Aaron Rodgers. And, God, again, you know, it's going to take some days to get over it because this team is so loaded, which makes it even more just the anguish of not having Rodgers with Garrett Wilson and all these guys. But, hey, this is football, and you turn the page. Right. So, yeah, um, hopefully we're smiling uh, about a win next week this time. But uh, listen, with that defense, they always have a chance. Remember that. So if Zach can just do his job, um, there's a chance. There's certainly a chance, and it, and it starts the, the second Zach Wilson ever starts uh, this Sunday out in Dallas. Yes, it does. I learned my lesson to go to says. I learned my lesson from last night being Jets fans. Anything can happen with this team, and that is true. And I credit Jets fans. They showed up early last night. Remember? You know how Hollywood fans are the worst. Miami fans, they show up late to games. They come in. Sometimes that happens in New York, not to that degree. But last night, everyone was in their seats at kickoff, which made the Jets very happy. And it's a really good thing. And very few people left when Rodgers went down, which is a credit Anybody who tried to drive home after the game knows (laughs) nobody left. That's, that was the longest it took me to to get home uh, because everybody stayed. Everybody stay to the end. Yeah. So tip of the cat to Jets fans. Yes. All right. We'll be back with you guys next Monday night. Most likely I'll be back from Dallas and uh, uh, Wayne uh, finish us off. Yeah. Again, you know, uh, come uh, watch our videos, click subscribe, like all that stuff. We appreciate it. And uh, with the live show, certainly like the comments and everything. So we will continue, uh, continue to do that. All right, Jets fans. Catch you later.